Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents, brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Did you know there is more microplastic in the ocean than there are stars in the Milky Way? Grove Collaborative is the online marketplace that delivers all natural home, beauty, and personal care products directly to you, taking the guesswork out of going green. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, they're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Myers and Grove. That's a $30 value. Head on over to grove.co forward slash take it. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to Denny Smith for telling us we kind of ruined her life. She said... There I was, just minding my own business, appreciating a good video or two while leisurely scrolling through Facebook, when I ran across a comment about a podcast, my favorite things ever. I immediately jumped, I immediately, do you want to just finish? I immediately jumped apps and and looked you guys up. I binged listen to you and Tiffany like you are the hottest new Netflix series to hit the big screen. I'm not sure what day it is, if I even still have a job, or why there are cheaters in my hair. (laughs) But I definitely know that you guys are two amazing moms. And Tiffany has cramps entirely too often. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And by the way, your kid's teacher is a bitch for kicking her out of the play. (laughs) And I still don't know what Grove is, but I'm definitely buying some. Anyways, thank you for being being alive oh my gosh i love that so yeah. much well i busted out loud laughing when she was like tiffany has cramps entirely dude. too often and i'm like dude i've been telling her she does what does that mean Sci- like scientifically i told you go get them lady parts checked okay i have an appointment today and okay. i forgot to cancel it because <gasps> i'm gonna be here tiffany i meant to do that i just remembered oh my god i didn't even know i made the appointment to be honest with you they just called to remind me was it for your annual? I don't know. They just said, you have an appointment at the gyno. And I'm like, that's got to be it. Maybe I made it last year. And oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hashtag be better. But I love this. All right. I'm your host, Meredith, from That's Inappropriate. And I'm your host, Tiffany, from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything that you may actually need. So any advice we give, you can take... Or leave, because it might be crap. Thanks for eventually getting there, Tiff. I was trying to memorize it. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, we're talking about two moms who share their story behind their viral Hobby Lobby parenting moment, what parents need to know about coronavirus, and a friend of mine, Clint, um, was published in the New York Times, and we're going to finish up by talking about his post in the marriage section. He's my friend, first of all. Well, first, okay. First, my friend. He was my he was, he was a guest on the podcast. Right. But yeah. my friend first. Before. I arranged that. You didn't. You have nothing to do with it at all. Mm. Can I also want to, before we start, mm. if you guys listen to our podcast and we sound like we're talking really fast, we do talk fast. However, double check and make sure that you don't have us on fast forward mm. because we've gotten a couple of comments from people saying, I can't understand what they're saying. They're really fast. And it's because they have us on like 2x. Instead of regular settings. Like 2X, like I, no. mature rating, MA. I don't know why, but I knew you were going to like make it weird as soon as I said that. I didn't say 3X. Oh. Triple X. Even better. Ew. I'm just Was that your sexy voice? Yes. It's amazing we have three kids. My husband says, stop playing hard to want. oh my god he says that to me all the time i've never heard that you're supposed to play hard to get not hard to want yeah he says stop playing hard to want that's what he says and can you get 18 years of marriage this year 
And this is the shit that I put up with. That's hilarious. Uh, Today we have Joe from Tennessee opening things up for us. Let's give it up for Joe. Hey, y'all. It's Joe from Tennessee, and I have one child. Let's open the show today with a mom fail moment. We're all here because we all struggle as moms sometimes, and anyone who says they haven't, is obviously a liebacker. Yeah, Joe killed it. And our thoughts and prayers to everybody in the Nashville area. I just saw this that, that um, Joe is in Tennessee. I hope um, it's more than Nashville, too, isn't it? I, I don't know the exact parameters, but I do know that um, I I saw it on the news. I think the next day, like I didn't even re- like realize what was going on. And then I, I, I stumbled across it on Twitter and I was just thinking to myself, Oh my God, like tornadoes freak me the F out. Yeah. So I was just thoughts, prayers. Um, you know, I know a lot of, um, celebrities are going in and trying to get, you know, extra additional funding to the area and everything, raising money with concerts and stuff. So I put um, a couple of links in my live that I did the following day Yeah, uh, for ways to help like Actual physical donations. Right. Things, yeah. So that's fantastic. So I cannot, I keep adjusting my roles. Well, maybe just leave them there and let's do a podcast instead. Can you just love me? I, for all my size. I bought you a couch. What do you want? (laughs) I, why do I have a feeling I'm never going to hear the end of of this? (laughs) Never. All right. I don't know whose turn it is for a mom fail moment. Me neither, but I have a good one. Okay. Dude, so rough. The other day, when you post on Instagram? Oh my gosh. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I, you know what? I, okay. I picked my son up from school. His teacher was lecturing him when I got in there. He was having a rough day. He took that frustration and traveled out to the car with it and refused to get in the car, then refused to get in his car seat, then refused to let me buckle him. And I say refuse as in fights like his life depends on it. Okay. To the point where I was so upset and so angry. I didn't know what I was going to do, but I was going to do something. So I, I, left him unbuckled and drove to a parking lot. And on the way there, I'm like, I'm either, I'm going to, I'm going to beat him. Like I've never done that, but that's how rageful I was. Like I was so stressed. I asked because I've been trying to explain to um, people like his teachers and counselors and stuff, what he is like when he gets very ragey and nobody understood and they're like we've never seen that before so i asked aubrey to take a quick video of it but so that i could have something to show that felt a little like a mom fail moment because i don't think you're supposed to do that you know what i mean video we've done that and we've taken it to the therapist have you okay yeah. good and so it was to the point where i i feel like i lost it a little bit like i i tried the nice thing you know and i lost it but look i don't know if you can hear this if anybody has any advice but look at – you can hear me just like – Stop. Like I didn't know what to do and it was 20 minutes of that and I should have probably just walked away. Mm-hmm. But I was so angry that I, we had to go to soccer and I was like, he's not listening. He's not cooperating. I tried being nice. I tried being gentle. I tried everything and it wasn't working and I lost my mind. And eventually I was like, F it. And I just drove all the way home without him buckled. Like I let him win because I didn't have, I was like, you are done. You are grounded for a week. No TV, no snacks. Like 
this is going to sound really dark and I would never actually like follow through on it, but I was so full of rage, like feeling out of control that like I had visions, like I was like, I want to slam this car into the wall. I want, like, I was thinking, like, really weird, dark thoughts. That's how angry I was. Like, I could envision, like, grabbing his face and, like, shaking him. And it's, I've never felt like that. Like, he's the wind beneath my wings, dude. But I was, I didn't, I lost control. And I still, to this day, don't know what to do. But I I brought the video to a school. They're like, well, if you grounded him for a week, then you have to follow through with it. You can't go back on it. And so I'm like, well, dang, I did that in the heat of the moment. Like, I don't know if I have the energy to follow through with this for a whole week, you know, and and I feel bad. I don't want him to be sad. And his dad's like trying to put in plea bargains to reduce his sentence. Mm. So my mom fail, I think, is that like. I I don't know if it counts as a fail, but like I, I, I am at a loss what to do when he gets like that. How often does it happen? A couple of times a week, probably like he's amazing the majority of the time, but he gets to this point of anger and rage to where his veins are popping out like this. And it's brought on by nothing. It's like a very weird, like he's very stubborn and like anxious. And I'm sure some of that has come from me, but this is like there in the mornings, I'll try to put him in certain clothes. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't like wearing shirts without pockets. So then he gets like this. And this goes on for over 20 minutes. I mean, I would, I would seek out a family therapist. You would. And yeah, I mean, we've been in therapy with Brian since he was three, four. And um, I mean, he has sensory issues. You know, Brian does. Brian wears a certain type of um pants a certain type of shorts and so i'll buy eight pairs of those because Mm. i know that he has to wear them to school and i need them in this in the next sizes up in case they don't make them anymore and um there are just certain things and he would he brian will go off it's like a light switch and then it's we call it shark eyes he glazes over and it just becomes something else it's a, it's a, it's like this manic thing. Yes. And, and I was like, it's like he's possessed by something. It's like, yep. there's no more Caden behind those eyes. And he's not eyes. in there in that moment. Yes. And that's, that's the difference between a temper tantrum and a meltdown. In a meltdown, you can't, there's no logical, so there's, there's no logical way of talking them down in the middle of a meltdown. Okay. So we did a lot of hug therapy when he was smaller and just hold, just held him. He I doesn't just locked him in like and that. you get on the floor and hug it at, like just hug him. He fights for his life and says, right. Right. And then you just have to, and if it, and the thing is, is as they get bigger and stronger, you can't. Right. Um, but when, when they were smaller, you know, we did hug therapy and just let him get it out. But I would seek out a family therapist because there could definitely be some other things going on and then they can help you give you, um, practical tips for when those things start to happen Okay, and then kind of work through it because I'm, it's, you know, I mean, Brian's on the spectrum and has a bunch of other things and a bunch of other labels and tags and whatever. But when Brian has a meltdown, he's not Brian. Oh my gosh, that's life changing hearing you say that. So about the shark eyes, it's shark eyes. I've I've I was the I remember one tantrum, um, or one meltdown where he hit me in the face. Yeah, yeah, with a closed fist, mm. and I sat there and I thought to myself, 
I got punched in the face by my kids. Mm. I was so embarrassed in that moment and I didn't know what to do. And, but when I looked at him, it wasn't him. And he was so apologetic afterwards and so sorry. And he yeah. would cry and he would feel so guilty. And in that moment, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. him. And so what we did was we bought like a sensory chair so that he could sit in it and pull the um, pull the lid of the chair down so he could be in there and be alone. We made him a um, kind of like a little man cave under his bunk bed so that he could pull all the shades down and he can sit in there and he can have his time. Because when he gets overloaded, it's like overloading a circuit system and it just blows. Mm. And if you... And the the issue is finding ways to stop the circuit from getting to the point where it blows, but that takes a lot of time and practice. And it could be it could be putting on his cleats for soccer, and then yeah. it's just ah, you know, yeah. and it's like so you have to kind of and then but but you have to leave, you have to go right. But but if if that's happening, maybe there's no soccer today, and wow. you have to and you have to go into that right because it's just maybe there isn't, maybe that's not going to happen because and he lost the first two weeks of football over um over some issues that went into this massive meltdown and he's lost over grades and he lost um he's lost some soccer games do you do you find sorry i know this is taking way longer than we anticipated but do you find that punishment helps when he's not himself in the meltdown when he comes out of it and he's grounded does it make sense do you want to say something husband what's that you were leaning in are you gonna yeah, i forgot <laughs> you, you said my name and I forgot what I was going to say. Um, so I think that you, if you dole out a consequence, you have to follow through with it. Otherwise, they know that they can um, get away with it. Um, I know it feels like it's not him in that moment so that you should then maybe you should reassess. But um, I try not to take I would try not to take things away or dole out a punishment in the middle of a meltdown have the conversation afterwards okay. so that those well, things don't happen and, and one of the things that we did is like okay you're going to lose soccer for or football for a month and it's an overreaction but the idea yeah. is then you give him something to start earning back mm. your good behavior can earn you back a week so now it's three weeks and if you start making the right choices now, it's down to two weeks. That's cool. So it's that's that's one of the things we do with him. That's cool. And another thing that you can do, and this is for any kid, but we found that it works really well for Brian, is um, over reward for the positive things that they're doing. Mm -hmm. So like if he has a good interaction with his siblings, because he has a really hard time with Matthias and Sophia. Yeah. And so if we see him like this morning, he let Matthias use his deodorant because Matthias was out of his deodorant. Aww. And so when I, when I walked past him this morning, I was like, Hey, I heard you share. And I think that that's great. And I appreciate you being a part of the family and doing what needed to happen this morning. There wasn't a fight over it. It wasn't, no, you can't have it. Right. It was okay. So it's, you know, it, if you over reward for those things for a kid who might have some issues with, um, balancing their emotions they know when they feel really good they know that feeling and they want to have that really good feeling right so but it's i mean it's it's a lot and it and and those are the times like when i saw the picture that you posted on instagram and i looked at you i call those bone tired and i've said that on this podcast a million times like that's the when you have a child who who can drain you in that respect for whatever that is that's where i've had like as a special needs mom like i get 
bone tired at times mm. with him and it's just it wipes you out oh, and yeah. there's nothing um else to be done so i would say family therapy it's great think about it like we go to therapy you know i've been i've been to therapists plenty of times Same. our family therapist um, I swear a lot of the sessions she does more for me than she does for Brian because like I'll be talking to her about the, the situation and she'll give Brian some tips and then she gives me tips because yeah. it's family therapy, right? That's smart. Instead of just him, like we do it well, together. One, and one then- of the, one of the really big things that they said is one, and this is specific to Brian. I, I, I don't know about Caden is that he has a hard time picking up on cues, Social so cues. facial expressions or body posture or tone they they mean nothing to him. So it's like mm-hmm. someone speaking a foreign language. You're in a foreign country and you don't know the language. That's how he feels. Right. And then he gets angry and anxious and upset. Right. And and then we get angry because we're being very clear. Right. But he has no idea what's happening. Like he just realized what sarcasm was. Aww. Like about six or eight months ago. He's like, I heard what you said and I don't think you meant it. And I was like, I did not. And he's like, is that sarcasm? And I said, yes. And he goes, I knew it. And I was like, <laughs> because when kids are on the spectrum, they don't really get that inflection sometimes because yeah. everything is so black and white. And I'm not saying that your son is on the spectrum. Right. I'm just saying that your son might have some sensory issues or might have like this overstimulation, this overload, which is one component of what Brian has. I'm never going to be somebody that goes out and diagnoses anybody's anything. Mm-hmm. Because if we're being honest, I carried my kid around for four months when he wouldn't walk thinking that that was going to solve the problem mm. like i was like it's fine i'll just carry him for the rest of his life and, and <laughs> he's 30 you're walking yeah. through public he's in the papoose <laughs> on my chest i'm like no big deal it's fine you know but it's like because i ignored it for a while because i thought to myself i'm not gonna think about it everything is gonna be fine my other kids did it he'll do it right and it's like he wasn't walking or talking at 15 months old Right. It was a problem right. and I wasn't ready to address it. So I literally carried the kid everywhere. And if I wanted him to walk on it or, or crawl to me on his own, I would carry treats in front of him mm. to get him to, to get him to crawl to me. Cause he wouldn't do it. He just, he just wouldn't do it. He knee walked and he rolled and he would roll. He'd roll from one side of the room for a Cheeto. And it's like, <laughs> Oh Lord, that's Same. a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Well, I'm glad you shared that because, um, Thank you. I'm glad I did too. I feel better knowing that I'm not alone. And also I see some of the comments. People are like glad that it came up too. So apparently I'm definitely not alone and um, I appreciate all your insight. I'm always here for you. Today's trending parenting news is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Does February like March? I don't know. (laughs) No. But April may. Oh. That's terrible. It no. really is. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I don't know where these things come from. That's terrible. Do you do you want me to read this? You can start. I mean, because you read the last ad. So and I... Please do. Those all-purpose cleaners your mom used to use are full of harmful chemicals that have been linked to everything from respiratory problems to cancer. You don't need toxins to have a clean home. Not with Grove Collaborative. Grove takes the guesswork out of going green. Excuse me. Rude much? Quiet on the set. Grove takes the guesswork out of going green. 
Everygrove.co product is guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, and the planet. So that's why I can't read that. It's okay. I got it. I get it. <laughs> I mean, we, should, we should get Denny Smith to read one of the Grove ads. Denny the one Smith. That left, she's the one the that best. left the review. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was good. Would you like me to pick up somewhere? No, I'm going to okay. follow through. All right. Let's. I mean, we've got time. Every. <laughs> Every Grove product is guaranteed to be good for you, your family, your home, and the planet. So you can save time reading confusing labels. There's so many amazing products at Grove. Do you have a favorite at the moment? Um, let's see. What, what did I just order? Their new laundry wrinkle release spray. Um, I ordered... Um, can you I, spray I, it directly on you? Like if you're leaving <laughs> the house and you're like, oh my God... This I, is wrinkly. I usually hang my clothing like a normal person and then spray the wrinkle release spray. Weird. Yeah, I'm a little weird that way. Um, and I also um, just got um, the Rooted Beauty. Beauty. I love that face wash. And the problem is I leave it in the shower so I can wash my face like after, like while I'm showering, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now my husband uses it. <gasps> so we're going through it twice as quickly because he started using my Rooted Beauty face wash. You know what? I noticed a glow. <laughs> and I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, what are you doing using that? I was like, you got the bar soap right there. Go go on with your bad self with the bar soap. And he's like, I need to wash my face too. I need some self-care. He uh, needs yeah. some self-care. Yeah. Do you know it. he laid in bed the other night? And I was like, you're a little bit of a mess. What's going on with you? And he's like, I haven't had any time for self-care. And I just Aww. looked at him and then la- audibly laughed. And he was so offended. Good for him for recognizing it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just kidding, Dave. And he's like, no, you weren't. I saw the way you looked at me. And I was like, is this what it's like to have a conversation with me? <laughs> That's so funny. Join us and over 2 million lifetime customers who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, you're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Miss Myers and Grove. That's a $30 value. That's grove.co, not com, forward slash take it. Get this exclusive offer. All right. So in trending news, Molly... uh, Wooden. Wooden. Molly Wooden, a mom of two who lives in Fort Hood, Texas, was shopping at a Hobby Lobby when her four-year-old asked to use the bathroom. Wooden brought her son to the store's restroom where she found another mother having a talk with her son. Was it me? No. She said, I walked in and, and originally the mother had been standing there with her arms crossed. Her son was sitting in the opposite corner, sitting on the floor, kind of giving her some attitude, Wooden explained. I was kind of minding my own business. And then she was like, okay, I gave, the mom says, okay, I gave you a warning. You're at however many push-ups. Now you're going to get 10 more. And the kid was like, no, I'm not doing them. And she said, well, let's do it. You're doing them right now, right here on the bathroom floor of this Hobby Lobby restroom. And the kid's like, mom, the bathroom floor is gross. And she's like, well, then you shouldn't have been acting obnoxious. Get down and give me 10. And the mom snapped a picture, the, like the second mom who came into the bathroom, because she said she was so in awe of how well the mom was handling the situation she took the kid out of the store because he was acting like a fool took him into the bathroom gave him his punishment which was 10 10 uh push-ups and she said that she was just like i was so impressed with her she said if i didn't have my own two kids in my arms holding them i would have helped her out if i could so then she posted this online right on facebook put it out there the mom reached out to her and was like 
uh, thank you for sharing this because it was a very kind message. She said, to the woman in Hobby Lobby bathroom, if my hands weren't full of children, I would have applauded you. As your son gave you back talk of the century, you stayed calm and collected while adding 10 more push-ups to his already growing number. We need more parents like you. You aren't afraid to parent your own child because of what somebody else might think. He said, Mama, this bathroom floor is gross. And you said, maybe you shouldn't have been acting obnoxious. They have soap for a reason. 10 more. So I thought that that was quite, um, it was, you know, the, the moms got together afterwards and they said they're going to try to meet up for coffee, maybe without the kids. Hmm. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What, let me guess though. Mm-hmm. She posted this mm-hmm. and there's so many negative comments. I don't know. I didn't go to the Facebook, From, the actual Facebook post. I feel like people post. would say, um, how about you try talking to your kid instead of corporal punishment? Da 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 da. People always have something negative to say. That's why. Are you going to the comments, Dave? You're gonna find it. Yeah, I think I'm. Were sure they there more were. positive than negative? I guess is what I'm asking. Did it backfire or did it go? I think it was very positive for the most part. Um, we can look, but I read this from today's parents. Today parent today dot parents. The Today Show's parent website. It took a million words to get out. Um, but I, I like that the mom supported her. I think that's cool that she was like, yes, confirming. Did she ask? Well, who cares? Where'd you go there, Tiff? Well, I was, I was going <laughs> to say, did she ask to take the picture? But it doesn't matter. I don't care. No, I don't. Right. Like the mom's cool with it. It's cool. Yeah. It was. So I think it was just, I think it was one of those moments where sometimes, you know, there have been, there have been situations like when we're in, when we're in a store or something and I see a kid like wiling out on a parent or whatever. And part of me is like, you know, should I go over there and be like, Hey, I'll hold your other kid so you can go take care of this or whatever. Cause I feel like we should kind of stick up for each other because we do need to parent our own kids. I don't, I'm not asking anybody else to help me parent. I'm going to do this. I got it. I, my husband and I can do this, mm-hmm. but I think that sometimes you just, you might, you might need a, you know, you might need some assistance out in the public realm. And girl, I needed assistance the other day when I was in the parking lot. I kept thinking that like someone help me. <laughs> well, but that's what I'm saying is I think, Oh, here we go. Oh, did they meet up? They did. Aww. Okay, so let's see. For yeah, those asking... You, you, hold on. You mentioned the corporal punishment component. One of the strategies for Brian is to make him do physical activity. Yeah. When he gets worked up, I send him in to do pull-ups, push-ups, and dips. Really? And yeah, it, it helps alleviate the um, anxiety that he's feeling. First comment. Uh, great job disciplining the children. Bad choice of where to discipline. Please don't make kids do push-ups on the bathroom floor. That's seriously gross. Why are people snapping pictures of strangers? Stay in your lane, people. Raising kids is hard. And to that comment, I would say what she was doing was trying to make an example of some strong parenting. It doesn't matter if his immune system is better than anyone's. I would like someone to tell all of you who thinks it's right to discipline and have them do push-ups in the bathroom. You all would not do it. Why does it always have to be about smacking children who misbehave? Like, okay. It's always not sure why you would take pictures of someone or videos of someone disciplining their child. Just wait till the photo of her making him lick his hands when he got done comes out. Oh, gosh. But I I just I do. I feel like it's, 
it's always so divisive. There's always somebody with an opinion. It is. It's always it's so, so. But but the, Molly Wooden is um, did meet up with Nikki Harper Quinn, and they went and had a um, met up at a park and played with their kids, and they look very happy in this photo on Facebook. And um, it looks like now they're friends, and I think that's great. And I think that that moment was supposed to happen because look, they're hanging out, they're yeah. having a good time with their kiddos. There was probably some more push-ups at the park. Ooh, I love this point. Listen to this. All right. People worried about the bathroom floor. In jail cells, isn't the toilet in your cell beside your bed? Beside your bed? Like, it's, I get the correlation. Like, hey, if you think the bathroom floor is dirty, wait till the kid, if she didn't discipline him, wait till he's wilding out in the jail cells. Oh, I get it. It took me a minute to circle. Yeah, down. like I was that. Like, Where are you going? Got it. Yeah, got it. Like disciplining your kids now prevents the germs in the jail cells later. Yeah. Well, I think I think parent parenting is absolutely hard. The hardest thing, the hardest job, the dirtiest job on the planet. I don't see anything wrong with with telling a kid like ten push ups. Oh, you had something to say? Ten more. Oh, you're still going. Well, we're going to tire you out. Ten more. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of parenting is waiting them out. You have to wait them out in order to, 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 to be able to somehow reason with them and discuss why it is that you're doing what you're doing. It's not even reasoning with them. It's just letting them know, like, this is how it's going to be. But you do have to wait them out. They have, they're very um, – they're stubborn. I would you – know? and I, I would never tell this woman that she was right or wrong because I don't know her kid. So different stuff works for different people. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. Okay. Pretty much. That's what I said. It's a TV show from the 70s. I know. Okay. What it is. I wasn't born. Right. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, here's my thought on the whole thing. Mm. Good for the mom if it works for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for the other mom for appreciating her. I don't care that she took a picture. You know what I mean? I don't care. I just, I feel like it's whatevs. Good for you. Yeah, somebody, I don't have a strong opinion either way. Somebody in the in the live feed just commented, "Parenting is the most judged profession." Mm. Yes, yes, it is. You, yeah. you know, in the picture she took, though, you can't even see the face of the kids or the mom. You just no. see what's happening, right? So, uh, yeah, and I, yeah, so I just, it's parenting is tough. Let's let's just all get along and be nice. If a lady to wants to let her kid work out. A workout. As a punishment in the bathroom. A workout. Let her live her life. Do you think she's going to read a comment from Sarah in Idaho and be like, oh, you know what? She's right. Let me switch my whole parenting technique because Sarah doesn't think it's right. GTFO. Sarah from Idaho, we apologize if you are listening and it wasn't you. (laughs) And also the timing, I think, about the germs isn't good. I'm sure that's causing an uproar. We'll We'll get into that. Yeah. All right, so Parenting Crap is brought to you by FabFitFun Subscription Box. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box. I was I was Tiffany there for a minute. Boom. Oh my God. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box filled with full-size premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home, and wellness products customized to your specific interest and delivered straight to your doorstep each season. Use code TAKEIT, that's one word, T-A-K-E-I-T, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Listen, can Ta-da. I say something that I noticed on Instagram last night? Uh, FabFitFun had... Mm. Two women mm. do an unboxing, just mm. like we do when mm-hmm. we go to LA. Mm-hmm. Two women do it, but they were members. Mm. 
Mm, love it. So no following, no. Love it. And I love it too. And people were like, wow, Fab Fit Fun listened. You know, they were saying stuff like, no more rich celebrities with fillers I can't relate to. These are real women. That's awesome. And I was like, that's such a good idea yeah, to do that. Because it. it was like genuine reactions. They weren't acting, you know, like because they're real people. And and for those of you who don't know, we don't see the stuff before either. We are giving our genuine reactions when we're unboxing as well. Oh, shit. Did you see what? Yeah, I wasn't saying like we, but I'm saying like. I don't want to, it's a weird place to talk about this, I guess, but there's some people who are like, oh my gosh, you guys, this hair stuff is to die for. Well, like, you're going to find that on every corner of the internet with every single product, <laughs> which is why I think you should always, like, if you trust somebody, like, if you trust them. <laughs> like us. Like us. Uh, I think that, 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 you know, you know what you're going to get because you know that we're not, we're not gonna screw you over right? right but um i still haven't seen the fun fun video yet dude Is it not ready yet have you I talked to them i have not talked to them i haven't seen them either they let me and meredith be as weird as we want when we yeah. go to do these we have a lot of fun oh my gosh so they had us do i can't even say it i don't think but they had us do something ridiculous and it was hilarious and made a big mess yeah we can't tell you what it was because when the video comes out i can't wait to share it yeah. i'm so excited to see it like yeah why Because i didn't get to see it and apparently they made a blooper reel that we haven't seen either I'm, I can't wait, but they do. That's the other thing that I love about FabFitFun when we go out and work with them. They let us do whatever the f we want. <gasps> you can't say the F word. They, Phil, bleep that out. They let us do, they let us be us, which is why I love working with them. Yes. They just give us free reign. They're yeah. like, here you go. And then 20 minutes later, they're like, we need to reel this in. Yeah. Ladies. We need to reel this in. Every time. Because we do get a little overzealous. Don't give us an inch. I don't know how many times I just got in the middle of fart noises and i think they were like okay and that's enough fart noises for today yeah so moving on and it's like oh okay that's so funny so anyway oh yeah. wait what? somebody said the video is up where wait no no the video is out what we didn't never mind that video is up which video something else i shouldn't read <gasps> it is where is it the hands was. <gasps> I'm screaming into the microphone. I'm so excited. Where did you we not see get it? This? How did we not get it yet? Do you see it, Dave? I'm legit dying Sorry. right now. How did they post that and not tell us? Why would they not tell us? We need to be sharing. I need to share that immediately. I would have shared it. Yeah, I need to share that immediately. All right, we'll find it after the podcast. Yeah. It's fine. Can't wait to talk about this next subject. The next subject is... What parents need to know about the coronavirus. Okay. All right. So in parenting crap, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the coronavirus. By the time this comes out. What? Nothing. What were you going to say? <sighs> Sometimes my mouth gets me in trouble. What were you going to say? I just feel like it's not going to be that big of a deal when this comes out. I hope not. Okay. Yeah, I hope it isn't. But I mean, but I want to talk about it because I think it's important for people to 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 have like conversations about this, right? So because nobody is. Well, no, just hang tight. Okay. Okay. As parents, Sorry. we need to hear more about the spread of coronavirus. As parents and parents to be hear more about the spread of coronavirus, they might they might wonder what does that mean for their families. So here's the thing that that I want to talk about in terms of coronavirus, right? Like. 
this is not the first time that we've had one of these um, epidemics. Okay, there's there was SARS, there was um, MERS, there was um, avian flu, there was swine flu. There have been mutations of uh, there. It's covoid. Is that the strain, Dave? Those co- covoid virus? COVID. COVID. 19, however 17. you say it. However you say it, right? So here's the thing. Here's the thing that I want to just continue to reiterate. Should we be concerned? Absolutely, we should be concerned. We should be concerned because it's also flu season. We should be concerned because we should be taking care of ourselves on a daily basis by washing our hands and eating well and getting enough sleep and taking our supplements and our vitamins and and paying attention to what's going on. Um, should we stop living our lives and live in panic? Absolutely not. Like we, you know, go to the gym, go do your daily stuff, go to the grocery store. I always wipe down my grocery cart when I walk into the grocery store. I'm not just wiping it down. Na- Look at Tiffany's face. She's like, what? I'm not just, I'm always. What do you wipe it down with? But they have sanitizing wipes right at the front of the store. Yeah, they do. I know that. They do. They do. I know. And so I wipe down the cart. I, you know what I mean? I carry hand sanitizer. I'm, I'm like, I'm vigilant, but I'm not going to panic. And I think that a lot of people are panicking because they're, they're, they're really worried. And I know that there are people who are immunocompromised and I understand that there are people who have asthma and I understand that, um, this, this virus is affecting, um, the elderly population at a much higher rate than it is the younger population and the healthy population, which is usually what happens during, um, one of these. Why? Because you're, you're a little immunocompromised. The older you get, you become more immunocompromised. I make an old joke. Go I ahead. didn't say okay, I was waiting for it. I'm I not was like, joking about this. <laughs> I know people have passed away and stuff and it's real. I know. It's, yeah. And I think, I think you're doing a great job because my whole thing that bugs me is the panic and the chaos and everybody's freaking out because you don't know what's real. You don't know what's not real. So it's good that we're talking about this. I'm not sure where you got the information for today's thing. I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Well, it's the C- the CDC. And so the, the Center for Disease Control okay. is basically saying these are the things that you need to do. This is what you need to do right now at this very moment. Perfect. You need to make sure that you're properly washing your hands. What does that mean? It means wash your hands for 20 seconds, lather them up really good, wash the, the backs of your hands, the front of your hands, interlace your fingers, sing your ABCs all the way through, or two rounds of happy birthday. Wash. Make sure you get a good lather. Get under those nails. Okay. Cough and sneeze into your elbow like they do the vampire cough. Right. Like, <laughs> like Vampi- oh, the va- yeah, oh. yeah. So like, <laughs> okay. If you don't, if you don't want to touch people's hands, right, shaking their hands or hug or whatever, like I'm always opposed to touching yeah, people in general. Um, but like, just get, give a wave. You know, little, little elbow bump. Like whatever. Like you don't need. You don't like. There's. Like, that's cool. Like, it's not a big deal. Don't, don't touch people's hands. Like, it's fine. Like, in, I wouldn't do that in flu season anyway. I don't like going to the doctor's office during a flu season. I know coronavirus is not flu and people are screaming because they're like, it's, it's completely different. And it's like, well, it is a strain. It's, it's not, it's not the flu that we're dealing with right now, but it's transmitted the same way in the sense of coughing, um, uh, you know, like, uh, touching hands, not, not having your hands clean and then touching your mouth or whatever. So, um, keep your kids home when they're sick. You stay home when you're sick. If you're running a fever and you have a cough, go call your doctor, go to the doctor. Like, I think people want to wait things out because they don't want to go to the doctor because they don't want to pay the bill. 
Um, but here's the thing um, that they just put out yesterday or the day before. If you do suspect that you have coronavirus for whatever reason, all insurance companies now are covering the testing because they want people to go to the doctor. Oh, that's cool. Because they want to stop the spread. So it's like, go, go get checked. But don't go to the emergency room unless you really feel like you have to go to the emergency room because number one, you could end up getting more sick and number two, you can infect other healthcare workers. So call your doctor and, and, and or go to that walk-in clinic, wherever it is that you're seeing, but do go get checked, right? Um, and masks are not necessary. So I know like we travel a ton for work and you see everybody wearing these masks. The CDC I always is, get so paranoid. I'm like, should I have one? Why is everybody wearing one? And, <laughs> and the CDC has said there's no, you do not need to wear a mask, especially healthy people who are well, you don't need to wear a mask. Um, and, and, it, and a lot of the masks that they were selling don't even prevent the spread. So it's like, there's a lot of things and like people are, um, people are, um, buying up like all of the, 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 um, toilet paper and pallets of water and, and, and all of this and that. And it's like, okay, look, be prepared. Nobody's saying don't be prepared. Mm -hmm. Just don't cause yourself to panic and not be able to do the normal things that you're supposed to be doing. Yes. You know? And I know, Yeah. It's not, and I just want to reiterate because now I'm overthinking, but I want to make sure that people know it's not that I'm trying to downplay it because I know people with compromise. We were talking about this before, I think. Yeah, yeah. People with autoimmune disease and compromised things have to be vigilant and it's life or death for them. So it's not like I'm here flippantly saying, who cares? Right. You know what I mean? But what I am saying that bums me out is that there's this fear mongering thing going on and somebody will read a news article and then make a post about it. And then somebody will see that post and share it. And it's like all this fear and chaos. And, you know, I've got my kids' school calling me. Literally, they're like, we're just calling to reassure you that everything is fine. Right. Like, And I just, I feel like everybody, what you said, just don't let it affect your day-to-day -day life. Well, and the kids came home yesterday and they got in the car and my son was like, um, Kids are telling us to drink hand sanitizer so we won't get coronavirus. And I was like, nobody drinks hand sanitizer ever. That's You can't ingest that. That's a poison. I was like, you use the hand sanitizer on your hands. Nobody is drinking this. Like, we need to stop. But like, so the, you know, like parents are obviously talking about it maybe in a panicked way to their kids and then their kids are getting panicked and then it's just, you know, but we did, we've already gotten two phone calls from the school that are basically saying we're on top of this. We're sanitizing the classrooms. And here's the other thing too, like it, during flu season, the school systems are already doing that. They're already upping their game because because you can have schools shut down for flu. We had schools shut down several years ago for the MRSA infection. Because MRSA was running rampant. So there are mm. times when these things happen. And, and the, the good news is, I believe the government response and the CDC and the school systems and everybody is taking precautions. I'm just saying, do the things that you've been doing to stay healthy. And that's going to benefit you, benefit you and prevent the spread right. of coronavirus. Um, oh, the, what? Are you just I'm just reading comments. Yes. And the people are saying, well, what about being prepared in case they shut down grocery stores? Well, if we get to a point where they're, they're shutting down grocery stores and like businesses, well then obviously there's a bigger problem. Right. But, um, I mean, at this point in time, I don't, I, nobody has made mention that those types of things are going to be shutting down. Um, but yeah, like get, you know, if it makes you feel better to buy two weeks of toilet paper and two weeks worth of water, like 
go, you know, go ahead if, if that's going to make you feel better. But it, it's, it's tricky because when, when the public starts to think that that's what everybody has to do, that's when the shelves are bare and every, you know, like the a-hole who didn't buy toilet paper like me goes to the store. You're wiping with leaves. <laughs> it's like the family cloth it is. Darn you, Corona. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it's, it's obviously be, be prepared. Um, Becca just said we had a school district shut down for flu this winter. Yeah. And I know, um, the shelves are bare. Where are you that the shelves are bare? I know it's been the Northwest. I heard in the Washington state area that was happening. Okay. So wash your hands. So do, do, you know, if you're, if you're concerned, call your own doctor. Ask your doctor what you th- that you think their risks are. Before I traveled two times ago, I called my doctor and I said, "Hey, I'm just reading about this coronavirus thing, and I'm getting on a plane. Um, sh- how concerned should I be?" And she laid it out: wash your hands, bring some hand sanitizer, bring some wipes to wipe down your seat on the plane, eat well, rest, keep exercising, have a safe trip. Whoa! Nobody said anything about exercising <laughs> to remain healthy. Yes. No thanks. Yeah. So I mean, answer. but I mean, I called because I called my doctor. I was like, how concerned do I need to be and what do I need to be doing? And these are the things that she said, which is exactly what the CDC is telling us to do. I'm I'm leaving on Monday and I'm already tripping about being in a tube in the sky. I'm not trying to like add to it. The, right. I have to like but, pace myself with but the I, things I worry about. But I just told you what you need to do. Yes. And Con- those are the things. Continue doing what I should be doing anyway. Washing my hands. Right. And get get some. Stay vigilant. Get some wipes for the seat in your area. Okay. Clean it up. You're good to go. Sweet. You're going to be good. Thank okay? you. All right. So we, we, um, we're just saying t- take it one day at a time. Be calm. There is, do not panic. Be vigilant, but stay calm. <laughs> why are you? Why I'm are just you? trying to picture a vigilant, calm person. <laughs> be vigilant. Stay calm. Be vigilant. Stay calm. Can you picture what and, that would look like? And, and and I'm going to reiterate this because I know that we are going to get some comments. We are not downplaying this whatsoever. We are just giving the recommended guidelines based on what the CDC is saying. That is all. Nobody is downplaying it. We are just giving the factual information that you need. I might have been hinting at a little downplay. And I'm not downplaying the coronavirus. I'm downplaying the people who like to... Feed into drama. I, the people who create the drama. Yeah. So that is all on that. And now we now we can move forward. Media. Tiff, is the lack of exercise is, is going to help kill us off. Then I'm gone with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, look, I'm going to be honest. I was at the gym this morning. There were less people there than normal. So I don't know. I don't know. But there were. And I was like, thank you. I got a, I got a treadmill. Oof. Some mornings I don't. I have to go on the bike. Poor thing. I hate the bike. Just, I just don't like t- the bike. I can't imagine like waking up and going to the gym. <laughs> I can't. I wish I could. I should. All right. Moving on. Okay. Uh, Dave, you really just... Hashtag be better husband. All right. Go ahead. You didn't take any of the titles out and replace them with the new titles. Love and marriage is brought... You didn't. Love and, ma- <clears throat> Love and Marriage is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. 
healthy plant-based non-toxic cleaning products work. And the good ones are actually more enjoyable to use. But where do you find them and where do you start? Who do you trust? That's where Grove Collaborative comes in. With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all the natural goods you need for you and your family. I trust Grove to only recommend the best. I love that they always have my back and they'll have yours too, friend. Join us and over 2 million lifetime customers who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, they're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Myers and Grove. That's a $30 value. Head on over to grove.co forward slash take it. Get this exclusive offer now. Tiffany, section intro. I told her to knock it off and she told me I was doing it wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, so my friend Clint wrote a piece for the New York Times, and it was talking about household chores or tasks. Did you read the Grove? We just read Grove. Dave, where were you? The whole thing. Yes. You know, if you can't get your shit together, we're going to have to hire somebody else to produce this podcast. No. He built a table. He did. He did. He built you a whole set. You're not going anywhere, buddy. Because you're a diva. That's a lie. Oh, okay. All right. So, so basically, so Clint has a a blog called "I Have No Idea What I'm Doing," a daddy blog, and he has written. He's been in the New York Times a couple of times. He's got several books. We've had him on the podcast. He is very funny. He's a really nice guy. Um, but he wrote this story about how there is no wrong or right way to do a task. And that as married couples, we need to be better about not forcing our spouse to do things their way because there's no right way to do something. Yeah. And I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> I was just going to say, wait, I don't know that I... <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly with this. Um, I'm waiting to see what the comments are going to be on his New York Times piece. But he said, the moment I realized we'd be bagging our own groceries, I knew it wasn't going to go well. My wife, Mel, worked at a grocery store after high school and sees herself as somewhat a bagging expert. While I have yet to choose any sort of bagging identity, um, I decided I'd finish bagging them. She reached in, pulled out all all the items I had bagged, rearranged them. I told her to knock it off and she told me, well, you're doing it wrong. We weren't exactly fighting, but we definitely weren't getting along. It was this strange middle ground we often find ourselves in after 15 years together where we are working toward a common goal, but we each have our own way of accomplishing it. So he goes on in this article to talk about how, why do couples fight so much about the right or the wrong way to do something? If I'm going to do it, just let me do it my way. And I don't know, like control, it irks me. It's a, your control. It's a control thing. But like, if I ask Dave to help clean up the kitchen and then he doesn't clean the counters and he doesn't clean off the stove and he doesn't put stuff away and he's like, but I did the dishes. It's not the same as cleaning the kitchen. Right. I agree. But he's like, but I did it. I helped. And it's like, but you didn't because 47% (laughs) didn't get cleaned. You only did some of the dishes, and you left the pots. Like, who's supposed to clean the pots? <clears throat> they need to soak first. No, they you... don't need to soak. So you said Dave cleaned the kitchen. To him? I'm asking. Yes, Dave, could you please clean the kitchen? So the, here, herein lies an even deeper issue for me in mm. marriage, mm. is that we, as the majority of the time, I don't want to make a blanket statement, but we end up 
being forced to take over this parenting role with our spouse, whereas we are their parent and we tell them what to do and how to do it. And we don't want to be that way. However, we are often thrust into this position by them not taking the initiative. So this boils down to being mind readers and what do you need? You know what I mean? And I think the bagging thing is different. I think it it would be like him cleaning the counter and then you walking up behind him and grabbing the sponge and taking over and doing it differently because you didn't like the way he was wiping. It's two different things. If we're talking about the baggage. So telling him, can you please clean the kitchen? He might think the kitchen only consists of the sink. <laughs> Which now we're forced to be a parent and be like, no, it's a whole kitchen. There's a stove and a microwave. You know what I mean? Well, we don't have a microwave anymore. He set the house on fire on Tuesday. Okay. That's a different story. <laughs> that is a different story for another time. But I think what this what this argument boils down to. Did you? <gasps> what is this? Oh, this is where Wait. he tried to burn the house down. What is this clump of burning poop? That was. That's the potato that he put in our microwave, and it turned into a charcoal. <laughs> so, oh my god! Okay, so my husband, my husband wanted a potato did you for post lunch. This? I did. I, my husband wanted a potato for lunch, so he puts it in the microwave and pushes the potato button. Okay, <laughs> then he walked away. And he said eventually he smelt smoke and ran into the kitchen and the microwave was on fire and he pulled out a potato that had turned into a charcoal briquette. Now, I said to him, my reaction to that was, why the hell were you gone so long from the from the kitchen when you were cooking something that it was able to start a fire? And he's like, you don't care about me? You don't care that I almost died? And I was like, is the microwave broken? And he's like, yes. And I'm like, well, I care that I don't have a microwave anymore. <laughs> But I was like, why would you push the potato button and just leave? I, well, I feel like you kind of trust the potato button if it well, says it's a did. potato button. It's the same thing if you put it for a minute and, and you go away. It's going to beep. It's not getting up and walking to the mall. It's staying in the box. <laughs> right. But, like, I don't trust a potato button. I don't, I, I don't trust any of those things. And that's the whole thing is people are so different, right? So his standard of clean, his standard of things that have to get done in what order, his standard of... Um, how he does something is so different from my standard of everything. And that's where you kind of have these problems, um, you know, like setting the house on fire with potatoes and shit. Like, I, I just, so I don't know. what's the ending message? Like, what's the question? What's the, what did he say? What, uh, like, what is the, is he saying, like, why is it like this? I think he says... I can't. Eventually, we stopped bickering about all of these things. I knew Mel was just going to redo the work, in turn, causing her to do more work. So I stayed in my lane, only performing chores I could get done right when I really shouldn't have felt comfortable doing whatever needed to be done because I was an equal partner and parent. Um, so he basically was saying they had to learn what chores they could do how to divide the chores up and so that they could do the chores that they knew they were going to do the way that the other spouse would appreciate it being done and then kind of letting it lie. So like, I guess he let her be the bagger. Okay. You know? Yeah. And then, so I feel, you know, I feel like, you know, I do, I do all the laundry. I do all the folding. I do all of the dishes and my husband cooks. Yes. So I'm doing these things. Um, and the only time that we really have a household chore issue 
because we really don't have these fights throughout the week. It's when I travel because when I get home, it can be a disaster. But we've had those arguments. But for the most part, oh, girl, you going to prom? <laughs> girl, you going to prom? Girl, Where's your corsage? So here. Where's your corsage? But I feel so large. Like, I can't even focus on what you're saying because. <laughs> you going for some glamour shots? I wish you guys could see this when you when you listen to this because Tiffany got some curling wand and she's been doing Peter's something. Haters going hate. She's been doing some things with her hair, and now she's getting ready for her glamour shots at the mall. She's going to go listen to the to the Tiffany soundtrack, and she's going to jam it I out. Think we're alone now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um. So yeah. So anyway, I think what it's more about is flip the hair. Get a hair flip. Oh my, that's intense. That's my sexy face. <laughs> that was a lot. Yeah. Okay. Somebody just called oh, you a dime piece in the comments. Hey. There you go. But I think we should... Can we talk about body image? Right now? Yeah, I feel really uncomfortable. Why? And it's like spiraling. Because I feel like... Okay, here's what it is. This... The... I... I'm looking at myself, right? Okay? And this just... This section looks so wide. And I'm so... So like I'm trying to adjust it. But no matter what I do, I can't... All I see are... Some nice tits. But this one, look how much lower. Like, I'm in a weird mental space. It's so hot that I feel I need to cover up. Why is it hot? Do we not have the air on? All right, Tiffany's going to have a panic attack. (laughs) I think you look great. Okay. I think you look great. Thank you. You're just saying I mean, minus the hair. (gasps) Well, because you just like it. What's was, wrong with it? It was looking so nice. No, it's, it's hot. Oh, your neck is hot. Yeah. Okay. I didn't understand. I didn't understand what you were doing. I'm I w- sorry. You thought I was. I just thought you were putting your hair up. Just to was, look cute? Well, I don't know. I thought it looked great down. I thought you looked like a Disney princess. Thank you. Okay. I think the point of what he was saying is you're going to have to, like, these fights are bound to happen. I am in the same shirt as last night. Mind your business. I really don't know how we still have a podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. seasons later. I know. I don't either. I'm sorry. I just, I'm sorry. It's a shirt with the stripes. Okay, let's go. Couples fighting. I, I, I want Drew to help me, but I want him to help me the way I, that I want it done. And if he loved me, he would learn how to do it right. Hello, is it? Okay. Hi, is Meredith there? Mm. This is Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> I think the I think the point that he was trying to make was that you need to agree on common ground for when you're doing these chores, and you can't overanalyze and micromanage your partner because that will lead to resentment. Yeah, I believe that that's what it was. And I have a tendency, I'm going to take responsibility for the fact that I have a tendency to be a micromanager. We know though. I mean, yeah. I don't know why you're making a grand statement as if I'm you're not, coming out. I'm not making I'm just acknowledging that I awa- I'm aware that I do that. Then that's the first step to changing. Probably not. I'm just like okay. I'm just aware that I do it. This is the n- number one globally syndicated <laughs> podcast rating. Across the globe and the universe and the Milky Way. We have more downloads than all the stars in the Milky Way (laughs) (laughs) and all the microplastics in the ocean. We might. Who knew? Who knew? We did. This guy. 
right here. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. All right. So join us next week for another episode of Take It. Or leave it. An advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who who have have no no idea idea what we're doing. doing. But if you want to come and see this disaster in person, Uh we are going on a cruise in October. So you can go to www.podcasttakeitorleaveit.com and you can check out all the information for the cruise. It's going to be sensational. Oh. See what I did there? No. All right, guys. Hold on. I got it. I was thinking of a pun. If you have a, a fish you, contact <laughs> Dave. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Tiffany. I'm that was really sharky. bad. That was really bad. I don't. I, okay. Well, I guess we'll go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you, as always, for listening in and joining us as a part of Take It or Leave It. We love you. Yes. Have a great day. 